Welcome to Apple to Oranges, an Apple Plus original review show. Starting recording. Welcome to Apple to Oranges and Apple TV Plus original review show. I'm Paul. I'm joined by June. Hi, June. Hello. And we are joined by Jess. What's up, Jess? What it do? <laughs> what it do? <laughs> what up, fam? I don't know. <laughs> wow. Uh, that was. Uh, it's been a long day, guys. Oh, it's been a long day, <laughs> been a long day man. Man, dude, today was a long week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> what did you do? What did you do? I like your drip. What? I can't, I can't stop laughing. I'm just sorry, Jess. <laughs> On repeat in my head right now. What? And I bet Jess like had her hands up over her head as she said it too. Like, what did you do? What did you? I did. No, I I did like the cheers thing with my coffee mug. That's what I did. <laughs> what did you? Oh, did you pour some out too? Did you pour mm-hmm. some out for your homies. <laughs> yeah, poured a, poured poured some out for my homies, Zava. I pour some up from our, I pour some up from our homies that. and sell block yeah. D. <laughs> What'd you do? Yeah. About like what you gesturing. What you do, fam? She got that gesture. She got that drip. Yo, what's funny is you know I got the trip. other people who podcast some. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Sorry, Jim. Other people's podcasts though, like I know, like a lot of them, they will like they'll cords over Skype actually, right? So they could see each other. So I think the funny thing about suggest like, what it do, like throwing our hands up in the air, is that we're not doing that. Like we're not video or FaceTime each other as we're doing this. So we can't actually can't see each other. See, we could do <laughs> that, but I don't think Jess's internet could even handle that. <laughs> well, absolutely <laughs> yeah. fucking not. The and router just day, starts smoking. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, right. Like I think my 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 phone would blow up in my hand. <laughs> it would just say no. I'm in, it would just stop the recording and be like, no. <laughs> At this point, I would I'm in my pajamas, right? And like not tonight, but sometimes I have those like those under eye like mask things. You know, Jesus, I like, thought you were I'm just like, about to be like, I'm recording my underwear. Like, okay, Jim, we don't even know. Like those those eye masks, you know, that you were like you that you. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, like oh really shit. I got cucumbers on my eyes right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually recording naked. <laughs> no, it's it's too much. It's too much to do to like record. I don't understand how podcasts do that when they record like via skype like it's too much oh that's all like god that's like i love billy to death but jesus it's like turn your camera on bud no 
Stop threatening me. Yeah, I I was just going to say, because, like, half the time I have to, like, get up and do, like, get the dogs from doing something or something like that. And, like, I can't, I can't concentrate on that that much. Like, I need to, like, the only thing I can concentrate on is, like, the paw, you know, a pause in one of your guys' thing. Like, that's all. And, like, what you're saying. Like, I can't also be watching you because then I probably won't. I'll be listening to what you're saying. <laughs> so I'd, be so, I'd be, I'd be so, I'd be so distracted. But I gotta say, when I would go on to Billy's podcast, man, dude, that like three square feet that my camera caught was always the cleanest of my house <laughs> for oh, those yeah. four weeks. <laughs> like, damn, Paul, your window curtain looks great. I know, dude. I dry clean. I got a free trial on a fucking dry cleaner <laughs> just for you, Billy. <laughs> I do manicures. I do my manicure sometimes. I'm not kidding. Oh, my see me. God. No one can see me. Do you know I what I did nails. the other day? Like, my kids had sp- my my kids had spring break a week before I did. I went and I got a manicure. Oh, I got ooh, a pedicure. Dang. I I have people touching my feet, people Whoa. working on my cuticles. Fucking Whoa. what? A, why don't felt, more people do this? Yeah, I haven't well, even had a manicure, um, pedicure. I like it's a nice little treat though, and you felt so pretty after, didn't you? I felt confident. Okay. Yeah. I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, I'd fuck <laughs> me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look at that glow. I'm like, Ginger! Ginger snap. (laughs) June, sometimes I feel like you're the adult in the car driving and you got to turn around and yell at Jess and I. (laughs) Stop it, guys. All done. I just go so so off the beaten (laughs) fucking Ginger snap. I think that's why I said like my <laughs> poor name would be Ginger Snap. Pretty good one. But that's also gonna be really the name of my one. that's also gonna be the name of my bankruptcy filing number. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can choose that. Yeah, I'll find a way. Um, <laughs> I always get what I want. It always goes my way. You should get <laughs> it always goes my way. Yeah, you should get you should get a vanity plate. That's <laughs> ginger snaps. Ginger snaps. That's actually one of my favorite horror movies. Yeah, it's like G N G R S N P. That's enough, right? And then when people drive past me, I'm just always snapping a slim jim and looking at them crazy. Dude, today I've never had this this particular compliment happen, but I was like driving. I was driving like through town. And like I, I get compliments on my hair all the time just because it's a crazy color and Brag. um it's very bright. So I get I get compliments all the time. But for the first time, like, like somebody like from across the street while I was in my car was like, I like your hair. And I I meant to give a thumbs up, but what I did was point. <laughs> so that was a weird <laughs> moment. She seemed happy. <laughs> happy. So happy. I was like, what to do? <laughs> What do you do? What do? What do? Man, dude, I was uh, I was on the scenic oh, cast. God. It was in the scenic cast on Sunday. Oh yeah, Monday, right? 
Monday, yeah. Monday. Oh, we weird. did Sunday, Paul. Remember? Yeah, we did Sunday. My whole week We're is thrown off. <laughs> We're not? You're not, Stephanie? And I'm not no. Kova. I was just saying, I thought June was Kova. <laughs> no, June is June is tolerable and more way more tolerable than Kova. Oh no, Kova. That Kova, I love Kova's grumpy old. Yeah, he's like the I prequel love, I, to Gran so Torino. <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> No, Kova, I love you so much. But they had a <laughs> they had a first timer. They had a first timer on, and she's the new host of the Real Zodiac. Um, oh, nice! Yeah, I um, new. Uh, ho- yeah. Oh, I forgot her. I, I, Bethany. I like Bethany. Yeah, she's really sweet. Um, I I did a scenic cast yeah, with nice. um with her. She's really um I'm not scenic cast um the a Real yeah. Zodiac a couple years ago with her and Quentin. Yeah, me too. Yeah, she started the scene of cast with her camera on. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, uh, yeah, they record. And I made yeah. it real weird by going, ew, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Ah! <laughs> I'm going to die in seven days after seeing this. <laughs> oh, my God. No, it was, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. So, so thank you so much, Jess, for passing on that opportunity. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That I did that. I don't make there's some people that plan their podcasts like fucking like years in advance. Oh yeah, well <sighs> he don't he don't he don't mess around. No, and we that's all we do is mess around. Oh my god, yeah, we decide what we're gonna cover like the minute beforehand. Like I, <laughs> we still haven't figured it out. We're like actually, like we're not gonna cover that. I mean, I guess we could do this. I mean, maybe. Oh. Hey Jess, we're not gonna cover this show that you probably made a really good synopsis for, and we're on. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I didn't write anything down. I didn't write anything oh, down. good. No, I really don't feel bad. I hardly felt bad before, <laughs> but no, I really don't. <laughs> no, I, now I'm pretty happy about it. No, no, no. Yeah, now fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh, Maybe man. I'll write something next week. Who knows? Oh my god! I just thought of something because of Ginger Snaps and because of your, um, because of your internet connectivity, the three of us can be <laughs> Snap Crackle Pop. <laughs> so, Jim, we gotta figure something that makes you pop. Pop, pop, pop. <laughs> no, pop is not. Well, you've been on Pop Culture Leftover, so it works. That's your there name. You Live with it. There we go. <laughs> there you go. Um. No, no question today or scenario that nobody probably like. Way to like, slack off. Like, like I think so highly of these like predicaments I think of, but in reality, everyone's in their car probably hitting like skip thirty seconds when I start that. Like, oh, that's not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, today June sent us an article, and it got me thinking because I used to have a subscription to the apple news app okay. and i fucking loved it because you could get like you could pick the newspapers you wanted to like the headline stories from like magazines and then they have like a bunch of audio features you could listen to and it got me it, thinking it would like, read the article to you i the yeah the apple yeah app, like if you pay Dang. for it like some of the like the i loved it i know 
Yeah, New the New Yorker, Yorker LA Times. Yeah. Well, um, and um, but I'm on the free got, trial right now. Oh yeah, man, I might go back into it after the Ginger Snaps bankruptcy file uh, all works out. No, um, <laughs> but it got me thinking, like, like Apple TV, they should kind of make like a little news segment. Like, like they should have like a couple anchors and kind of go over the day's news. Like every day yeah. you could just click on like, hey, what's today's headlines? And you can have like just people in house at Apple being like, here's the news. But they wouldn't say it as cool as Jess does. No, never. Watch you know what? Like, Actually, my news clip just from our podcast, and that's like what it is. I'd fucking be so pissed, <laughs> dude. Yes, because I don't know if I, I don't know like pay me for that. More. Do, do I? Do is it? Yeah, Paul and I are gonna vote right now. What it, it is the no, 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 news news <laughs> or what it do? Which one? Right now is what you do. What you do? What you do? Do. Especially now, because I envision Jess with like an upside down backwards visor on while she says it. Oh yeah, and sunglasses. We my do. Fingers. And she's borrowing a pair of my Jenkos. <laughs> All the young backwards. dudes. Chris Cross style. Uh, R.I.P. Like Cross. Tiny. <laughs> oh. With a really guys. tiny tank top. Oh, tiny tank. <laughs> yeah, but what you posted today, you can pull off the tank top because it was the gun show. Oh, yeah. yeah. My delts are finally coming in, guys. <laughs> it only took 40 years. Oh, the but they're only, here. The only delt that's come in for me lately has been Delta Burke on fucking reruns of Design <laughs> <laughs> What a masterful pull! <laughs> that was wow. That no one has thought about in like thirty years. <laughs> I bet most people listening to this ever heard of this show. <laughs> oh man, what the hell? The heat's gotten to us, Paul. We're like Dude, used to this. Fuck. Heat and sobriety, they don't mix, man. <laughs> Yikes. You don't the burp, baby. Get over it. <laughs> what a babe. I don't know. Uh, and I don't Those shoulder it. pads. Uh today yeah, you fucking that was the eighties one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I bet you fucking Janet Jackson had an outfit like that, right? Like a oh, yeah. one piece with like a jacket with crazy uh, shoulder pads. And we're done for the night. Absolutely. See you later. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, yeah but in the eighties. Yeah, but in the eighties, Justin Timberlake would rip off one of the shoulder pads, and we'd be like, <gasps> Oh <laughs> no! <gasps> this is scandalous. The head of the humorous. Oh no. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> a little anatomy joke for everybody. All right. Um. Oh man, I'm clavicle. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that wasn't a, that wasn't anatomy. 
turn so term so good job <laughs> but i give you a d minus on the joke yay phalange <laughs> coccyx uh, <laughs> coccyx um, oh, um let's do news <laughs> holy sake from batman oh <laughs> yeah just hit us with news oh june you love it i don't know maybe you don't <laughs> All right. <laughs> what to do? Time for the do 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 do. What to do? It's the do. You want to know what's a new? Well, what you do? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Oh, oh my god. god. All right. There's really no. We we covered a lot of the news. A lot of the weird <laughs> fucking news last week. Like fucking. Kenna Reeves and Jonah Hill are going to have a baby or something. I don't fucking know. But, uh... <laughs> what a weird... You got it! <laughs> the Hill Reeves. Um, alright. So, pretty much the news is we're just take a look at kind of what's coming out on Apple TV in the next month and a couple months. Uh, just going to hit... Some of the big ones coming out. Uh, what's directly coming out? I think this thing just dropped, too, is that uh, fucking Jennifer Garner. Uh, wait, no. Yeah, Jennifer Garner thing. The last thing he told me. Oh, man. That, I've been seeing that preview for fucking ever. Oh, wait, it's not out. Wait, it is out. It came out April 14th. Oh, good. Or wait, no, that's Friday. No, 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 no. <laughs> based on the no- it's based on a novel. Huh? And no, it comes. It comes out on the fourteenth. It comes out this Friday. Yeah, I thought it was out, but I'm weird. I think they're saying the book. Badly, th- this is badly written. The book that the show is based on came out in 2021. Oh, oh yeah, which is slated to release on May fourth, 2021. What the fuck? Am I reading something like? No, it's I in the past. What I'm trying to say is no. What they. Badly written. They're trying to say that, like, the novel. And I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it look. It, it look. I mean, it looks. Yeah, it's got fucking uh, Jamie from uh, Game of Thrones in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. And Aisha Tyler. Mm. Love her. But yeah, that's mm. going to be us. So watch her. Don't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> it might it might make it into a quick hit but it's not something like oh i need to fucking watch it now one thing i think that probably will be in a main event uh comes out april 21st and it is someone that june just met june met this guy fucking chris evans barely met I, I, I waved goodbye because the way they did the pictures at C2E2, it was like in, out, in, out. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. yeah, there was no chit chat. I mean, cause, because there's so many people like them, right? So. And then him and Brian, um, their picture looked like a prom picture. <laughs> you were like, you got him to put his armor on you. <laughs> I was like, damn, Brian, where's your corsage? Should have had like them both flex. That would have been funny. Mm. Like, Evans bigger? probably saw Brian and was like, "I ain't doing that." 
Like, I ain't gonna be put to shame by I'll have a Captain this America guy. movie on deck. Like, <laughs> uh, me, Rebecca Daling, um, Philip Ye, and um, Stephanie Chapman, the four of us went out on a picture at C3-2 a couple week- weekends ago and got our picture taken with Chris Evans. So, Lucky um, that was cool. Yeah. Um, he's a lot shorter in real life, you guys. That's what Stephanie Chapman was saying. How tall is shorter? He's like 5'11", 5'10". Yeah. I thought oh. he was. That's like, still him. huge to me. Yeah, man. Like, that's, <laughs> like I'm 5'7". I'm 5'2". Like, five, like, hey. five, that's pretty big. <laughs> You're 5'2"? Mm-hmm. Why did I think we were like the same height? Why are you <laughs> I taller than me? I thought you were taller than me. I'm 5'2". If I am not doing yoga, then I'm like 5'1". <laughs> what? <laughs> you stretch yoga, it would have been greater if you would have been like if i'm not shopping at target i'm five one like huh <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even make any sense um, you stretch paul yeah stretching. yeah dude you've, se- you've seen me you've seen me after a <laughs> night of dancing and just how I wrecked know. i was you think i stretch uh no the only thing that stretches <laughs> the only thing that stretches are the marks on my back <laughs> No, not a stretcher. Um, I'm a lover. No, 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 I'm not even that. Um, Movie. That is Ghosted. Ghosted is coming out. That looks like a fun time. It's got Anna de Armas and Chris Evans. They're reuniting um, since Knives Out. And it is written by the guys that brought us Deadpool, Wernick and Reese. Mm. Uh, one thing I'm excited about, and you know, at first I'm like, oh, my kids are going to love this, but they ain't going to give a fuck. It's that frog and toad. This is something I can put on in the classroom. Yeah, I remember those books when I was a kid. Books are so sweet. Uh, This one is being hyped up a lot. We got uh, Silo coming out, um, and it's written, it's based, it's written by Graham Yost. Uh, he did the screenplay, and it's based on the book trilogy by Hugh Howey. What a cool name, dude. Hugh Howey. Yeah. That is a cool fucking name. Uh, but it stars Rebecca Ferguson, and this comes out May 5th. It is set in a ruined and toxic future where a community exists in a giant silo underground, hundreds of stories deep. There, men and women live in a society full of regulations they believe are meant to protect them. Wow, we haven't had a story like that in a while. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel, I mean, to be honest. I, sorry, that that joke had a delay for me. Sorry, my brain had to process bad. that for a second. Well, a little bad for shows like these, like <clears throat> like post-apocalyptic dystopian shows that are coming out like in the next like year, year, couple years, because it's gonna be constantly compared to Last of Us. Yeah. I mean, and before it's, that, it was compared to The Walking Dead. Mm hmm. Oh, it's just. So I feel kind of bad for those shows because you got a high bar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for. Oh, my God. Really? Fucking pole vault. Kind of like fa- high. Fan- fantasy shows that came out after, you know, while Game of Thrones was on, you know? Mm hmm. Yeah, uh, 
May twelfth, we got City on Fire. June, you might need. I don't. You might need to help me out with this. I don't know if this is a documentary or a docu series. It doesn't seem like. It doesn't seem like there's like there's at least no big names. There's no actors even mentioned, but it's uh, no. Samantha Sicario is a NYU student who was shot in Central Park on the 4th of July 2003. As the crime is investigated, she's revealed to be the crucial connection between a series of mysterious citywide fires, the downtown music scene, and a wealthy uptown real estate family fraying under the strain of the many secrets they keep. Whew. Hmm. <laughs> she definitely lived her life. I think that is. <laughs> Fuck, dude, reading that, it sounds made up. Yeah. Mysterious citywide fires. <laughs> Music. <laughs> Music. A succession like family. I don't know. I think this might be. I think this might be like a a, a true crime. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think it is. This sounds wild. Yeah, so that's going to be interesting. All right. So, yeah, that's that's May 12th. And then this one is – I'm surprised this one's not getting a lot more push. But uh, we got High High Desert, an eight-episode, a half-hour dark comedy about a former addict in Yucca Valley, California, who makes a new start – after the death of her mother, decided to become a private investigator. Now, why I think, why I'm surprised this isn't getting a lot of more okay. attention than it has been, is that the first episode is directed by Ben Stiller, who directed oh. most of Severance. And it's starring Patricia Arquette from yeah. Severance. And it's got Matt Dillon, Matt, 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 <laughs> Matt Dillon, and Bernadette Peters. Why do I know that name? I just Bernadette can't. Peters? So she's a Broadway legend. She, um, okay, so she, remember in the movie Annie, she's Tim Curry's, like, girlfriend? Oh. No. Like, I haven't seen Annie. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like Annie? Like, like, like Orphan Annie? Yeah, like, in the movie, she's, um, because Tim Curry is Carol Burnett's brother. And remember, they they hatch the scheme to pretend that they're Annie's real parents. So like Bernadette Peters is the girlfriend of Tim Curry's character, and they pretend to be. Um, they show up at um because Patty Warbucks was offering a reward, mm. or or, to, or, was, or was like helping. Oh, her, he was helping her. On her real parents, and so like he's a millionaire, so like they show up and they're like, "We're Annie's real parents," except they just they were out for the money. Oh, she was in the jerk. That's right, and I the jerk, this. and the jerk. Mm. Uh, I like legend. It. You guys don't remember this in Annie? That whole part in Annie, the like. I've never that? seen. It. I, I've only seen the Jamie Foxx Cameron Diaz one. Oh. Ooh. I know I I don't have a good palate. Um, <laughs> we got uh, we got Platonic coming out May twenty fourth. It's bringing Rose Byrne from Physical, and she's reuniting with her neighbor's co star Seth Rogen. Um, they're going to uh, they're going to be best friends who reconnect reconnect after a long rift uh i love her so i'm excited and he's pretty great so yeah like 
The only ones that I'm really going to – the only ones I'm actually going to kind of mention uh, coming in end of June is we're getting Swagger Season 2 back. I completely forgot that show even existed until I reread this article. Um, it's been a while. <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, we got – which was actually supposed to drop today – uh, in July, the After Party Season 2 is happening. Um, and then uh, also in the summer, we... No, not the summer. In October, we got Killers of the Flower Moon. Scorsese is bringing his two boys, Leonardo Cap- Caprio and De Niro. Hmm. Kind of his uh, his tried and true. So, yeah. That's what's coming out. Nice. Uh most of those you'll be able to see next month. I'm sure we'll at least talk about some of them in um, quick hits. But, June, is there anything of that list that gets you really excited? Or The Patricia Arquette, the Ben's, like, well, not the best one, the Patricia Arquette to the High Desert Show. Um, I mean, obviously, Swagger. Yeah, sounds crazy, dude. Right? I think that's my number one. (laughs) Like that one does sound crazy. Um, It's fucking nuts. Like, like just like, oh yeah, dude, mysterious fires in the city with an underground music scene and a family that's fucking nuts. Like, whoa. Say like, what? What was it like? A the mystery? I'm trying to find it now. Okay, here we go. Uh, a wealthy up town real estate family like it's succession is it, no is it no I'm the trumps real, the Kush, i was thinking the kushners jared kushner's family because they were real estate people oh you think it's gonna be about the kushners oh my god i don't know i don't know i just like the, when i i don't even want to look this up i just want to be surprised when i watch this i'll be like oh my god this lady fucking just lived, man, dude. Like, I kind of want that. I kind of want that because I'm so boring. When I die, I just kind of want that synopsis of the show in my obituary. <laughs> and people are just really like, wait, wait, what? Hold on, hold on. <laughs> wait, he was an NYU student that was shot on July 4th, 2003? <laughs> Music scene? How is that possible? Real estate mogul? What? <laughs> Mysterious <laughs> fires? And, and people knowing that I'm such a big Batman fan, like, dude, was Paul Firefly? Like, what? Uh, <laughs> Jess, is there anything that jumps out for you? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I'm interested to see what um, season two of After Party is about. Like, I'm interested in that because I've enjoyed that show a lot. So, June, uh, like that's exciting. I, I I hate to interrupt, but I do have to ask June this: Was that pushed back because of all the legal trouble uh, the lead got into? Tiffany Haddish. What'd she get into? Dude, I don't I remember. Think, I don't remember this. I think there was like some at like I think she's been cleared, but there was like. Accusations, I think, of like sex trafficking. Oh, what? <laughs> what? It got wild. It could be. It it could. I mean that. Yeah, using filed a lawsuit on August 29th against Haddish and Spears, claiming that the entertainers coerced them into performing sexually suggestive acts on camera in 2013 when they were 14 and seven years old. 
So is it ongoing or is it dismissed now? It's dismissed. Tiffany has released a statement following damning accusations that she and fellow comedian groomed two siblings to perform suggestive stuff on camera. Oh. Haddish admitted Monday that an inappropriate sketch described in a lawsuit as pedophile-themed happened and that she regrets taking part in it. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yikes. Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Although, you know, I don't think about Disney pushing back Loki season two. Yeah. And maybe they, maybe Disney really can't though because of the whole fucking connected universe thing. Like maybe like Loki has to come out because of stuff that happened. Well, look at DC with the flash movie. I, I think from what I've heard, it's because it is like bad. Good. Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude, I heard it's like pretty fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, like the people who streamed it, it was like this is a really, really good movie. But again, this movie has not one but two Ezra Millers. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, but it's got Michael Keaton. That I, 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 I feel like that's the reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, a hundred percent, right? Like we got the Keats. <laughs> no, but he was in the background movie. Yeah, but that wasn't gonna be. I mean. <sighs> I think I think the Flash is that you know Flash is more established. Flash like Ezra was so good in the the, the, the Zack yeah. Snyder fucking really, fourteen I mean, day cut. They they were my I, I isn't. Oh yeah, they they yeah 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 they and them. Yeah, but they like I part of the less Justice League movies, but I just I don't know. I mean, I, it very well, like this lawsuit against Tiffany Hatch very well could have been the reason. Um, but, I mean, I'm trying to think of stuff that, like, got pushed back, like, in, like, the past couple years because of stuff like this. I can't, and I can't, I, I feel like maybe it has happened before, but I can't, I don't know, can y'all think of something off the top of your head, like a movie or a show that got, like, delayed because of the accusations against one of its stars or whatever. Uh, I, I feel like it has. It, it, I mean, I do. I feel like it has maybe has happened. Mm. I don't know, but we'll see. Um, they're gonna do with it because it kind of sounds a little like succession ish because it has to do with like they're questioning like family and colleagues yeah that could you know be fun <laughs> yeah oh yeah it's gonna be I still, you know what? I know this is an apple. I still want to see a crossover of the Logan family going to a fucking white lotus hotel. Oh my god, that would be <laughs> right. Wouldn't that, that would be, be the best insane? <laughs> <laughs> I like, feel like get... it would have needed to happen before um, they get up their oh, character. What was the movie where they like, like Kevin Spacey was playing someone and they just like digitally removed him and put Christopher oh. Plummer? <laughs> um, the J. Paul Getty <laughs> biopic. Yeah, that one. <laughs> right. Oh, you're right. That's right. Yeah. 
basically wow. did like reshoots and then like they did yeah and then I, <laughs> yeah, yeah they just fucking <laughs> digitally imposed christopher Plummer. Yeah. deep faked <laughs> and i think like christopher Plummer was like like they said he was actually really good in that movie it was good. It was good. No, no, no. Um, like I think they were talking about like a possible best actor. <laughs> he was. That's really funny. I think, I think he did. I think he did get a best actor. Or not. I know the movie was nominated that year. Did he it really was... get a nomination? Oh my god, that's amazing. I hope that's true. Or I know the movie at least got that. The movie was one of the best picture nods that year. All the money in the world. That's what it's called. And it had um. Was Mark Wahlberg in that? Mark Wahlberg was in it. But here's the thing that's so funny is like at the same time, FX, one of FX came out with an original limited series about the same thing about but Brendan um, Fraser, but Brendan Fraser played Mark Wahlberg's character. And while I, I didn't really like the show that much, I thought the movie was better. However, was for that character than Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, dude, he got nominated for best supporting actor. That yeah, I the movie got a like was a Darlings, I think that year in a, for award season. I can't fucking stand Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> really? He's so fucking racist. But it, like I like I know he's atoned for and apologized, but. Well, like in '92, he ran over to some old guy and threw an air conditioner and caused like terrible traumatic brain injury, and the guy's eye popped out. And when asked why he did, he's like, "I don't know, because he was Asian." What? He's fucking. Wait, ugh. I haven't seen. I haven't seen more Wahlberg in anything in a long time. Yeah, I was just going to say, well, like, what? Uh, he was in that movie that was directed by Mel... That should tell you everything about the guy. He was in that movie directed by Mel Gibson called Father Stu. That came out last year. About. No. Uh, he was, like, a boxer, and then he, like, falls in love with a girl, but she, she'll she only date a Catholic, and he was, like, hard-edge. So he converts to Catholicism, and he becomes, like, a priest. So then she falls in love with him, and he's like, I'm a man of God. I can't, like, take you to bed. Oh, God. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, a true know. story. This guy, like, I... reformed, like, so many people. I've Terrible. not heard of this movie. Yeah, no, he's, he's stupid. All right. Let's get into... <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wolver's dumb. I don't... He really is. He's a racist piece of shit. Um, yeah, he's not a great actor. No. Okay, Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights, Nights. The Departed. The Departed, he was good in The Departed. Yeah, but was he good, or was it just because he was surrounded by, like, really good actors? Oh, I loved him in that movie. Maybe. Maybe not. (laughs) Maybe Fuck Yourself. (laughs) Like, I love him in that movie. Say hi to your mother for me. Boogie Nights is what established him as, like, an A-list actor, like, like that movie is what really catapulted his career. Like he was known as Marky Mark before. Marky and Mark, good operation. And I think he's done some acting, but like it was Boogie Nights. That was oh yeah, like he was in Fear. <laughs> that movie's fucking not, nuts. Um, not good. He was in a movie though that I do love. It's called The Big Hit. 
with uh, Lou Diamond Phillips and Christina Applegate. That movie's fucking awesome. Uh, I love that fucking movie. It's not mm-hmm. good. But I love it. <laughs> it's a terrible, it's a terrible movie. movie. <laughs> but I mean, come on. One of my favorites is fucking Street Fighter. I mean, <laughs> we know what's going on here. All right. Uh, quick hit. Hit me with your best shot. There you go. There's our bumper. Um, I'm just going to quick say it real quick. Um, uh, the, the Big Door Prize continues oh, to yeah. just keep being really good. Pumping out the hit. I watched a new one last. I watched a new one this morning. Oh, nice! You did get to it. Yeah. Yeah. Was After the emotional hit of Ted Lasso, yeah. and then seeing what this one was gonna focus on, I'm yeah, like, God, yeah. dude, I need to like watch like fucking Animaniacs. Like, <laughs> I, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, you know what I really like about that show too is just the uh, how they changed the like um, the graphic on the the uh, intro every week yes you know like and it's it's like you get it's like it's like a silhouette in a window and it reflects on like what the episode's gonna be about but it's only like what five seconds long that you see the image for like it's so quick yeah it's almost as quick as the mythic quest opening right yeah (laughs) sword (laughs) yeah um, but they, but they change it every episode and I, I really like that a lot. Like, it's very cool. And the music is a little like, yeah, but I mean, chilling. if you really, <clears throat> if you really want a funny, awkward, uh, setup for a threesome, this is your episode. <laughs> this is your fucking episode, man. It's great. That, yeah, that, that part, that, that whole part's wonderful. Yeah. They almost went to Hawaii. Um, <laughs> We are the only ones laughing at that because I feel like we're the only ones watching this show. I think we are. <laughs> well, Everyone should be, but Everyone uh, should be, but it's Apple. Bum, 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 cool, I'll get to say I told you so later. So um right. Um and then <clears throat> I know we <clears throat> kind of talked about doing this for a main event, but I I uh I ended up finishing Tetris. Oh nice. Oh okay. I didn't I didn't watch it. Okay, and I haven't watched it yet either. So I need to give some context. Um, one of my favorite documentaries of all time is on Netflix. It's called High Score. It's like a seven episode series about kind of the history of video games, and mm-hmm. it's fucking. I've seen some of that. It's so much a fun. A bit of it. Yeah, it is it, fun. Yeah. It's so, but like all of the cutscenes are like of like an eighties video game with like the quirky music that kind of gets you along, but like, it's a breezy fun slice of life documentary. They do the same thing in Tetris with like when they cut from scene to scene, Mm. everything goes into like pixels and like a video game with the music. Um, I feel like this, right? What's that song is in it, right? Yeah, but like they're playing like upbeat like eight bit music, like yeah. like I'm gonna go to Russia and they're playing like the Russian theme like in in eight bit. It's like what the fuck? I feel like the movie didn't know what it wanted to be. Like, did it want to be this light comedy or did it want to be like a fucking hardcore espionage thriller? Interesting. Um, oh, it's in the tone in the tone of the biopic telling of the story. Yeah. yeah, and I fucking hated Taron Egerton in this. 
Oh no! I fucking uh, I, I I need to rewatch Blackbird to I'm even just say think we love him in that. <laughs> to even think about, and he can do the lighthearted stuff. Like Eddie the Eagle is a fantastic fucking movie. He's in all and, those Kingsman movies. Yeah, he yeah, is charming. Like I was just gonna say, like in the beginning of Blackbird, like he's we see that like arrogant, like charming dude, you know. Yeah, I man, this was all. This is so close to a rancid. Oh wow. shit! I yeah, did. You had such high hopes for that. May, maybe that's the problem. Yeah, you could think be. he was miscast. Like, was it the writing? Like, I think. Ask I, if it was I think writing. it was everything. Oh. <laughs> I think they wanted to make it like a fun movie about like the history of Tetris and like the world of video games. Like that stuff was kind of fun. Like, like uh, them. Like, uh, kind of the whole mystery when they were making the Game Boy, how, like, everyone had to sign, like, so many NDAs and background checks needed to be done on people that were just even thought of being able to see, the like, the Game Boy. Um, oh, that was cool. But then when they kind of started mixing in the espionage stuff, mm. like, and especially, like, the Russian family, they felt like a knockoff Roy family. Um. Mm. Um, so I don't, man, it just, it didn't hit for me. I fucking hate, man, I love Taron Edgerton, hated him in this. Wow. I, he, I don't think, I think the casting was wrong. The, I don't think it's his fault. I think the script was wonky. I just. Yeah, it's, it sounds like there's a lot of like tonal problems that maybe if they had, you know, kept one, one direction then you maybe would have liked it better. Yeah, and maybe because I just watched a really, really good movie very similar <laughs> to it about about the history of pinball. Yeah, that would um, do it too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You should have done this, guys. And and Mario, like you should have got <laughs> fucking Seth Rogen to voice the hero block. <laughs> Weed. Imagine if, if you played Ted. And every time you press the down arrow, was it made that Seth Rogen laugh? <laughs> I do gotta say, I think Nintendo. I think Nintendo won April Fools this year when they announced that they were gonna go into all the games and you could change the audio from classic to movie. And the the whole joke was that now you could play Super Mario Three and you would have Chris Pratt being the voice of Mario. Uh, oh. And you would have, you know, Key Michael Key being to- it pissed so many people off. But alas, alas, it was a joke. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Just kidding. That is my final. That that's my final hit. Does anybody else have any? Nope. Nope. Just watch the big door prize, uh, the latest episode, and like you said, Paul it was great. Good. Everybody should it watch was- it. Yeah, every, should everyone it. should watch it. Everyone should watch it. It's it's so good. Um, with that, I'm taking Jess in for a main event. Hey, how you do? <laughs> how you do? How you do? Main event. Let's get ready to how you do. <laughs> okay. Um. Yes, we we're gonna cover Ted Lasso episode five today. Uh, we will catch up with shrinking next time. Um, and so the episode five is signs. So this is going to be interesting talking about this because I only watched this actually once. Um, so we open up with, um, Richmond in a 
uh, slump. So seven, seven weeks, seven losses. Um, and yeah, they're, they're, they're doing bad. Um, and, um, they are going to, they're going to go, I was going to say they fight, <laughs> fight they're, um, oh, they're number nine. Everybody's so, going to fight. Um, they're ranked. When did you guys notice that they're ranked number nine now? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're they're number nine. Um, fans are getting restless, even with Sava, who you know he's scoring like two goals, a, you know, two goals a game. Sometimes uh, we actually only got like one score. I think I don't think we got scores of like any of the other games, but um, you know they're they're getting beat like four two, which actually is a, like a really high score in um, soccer. Like four is yeah. A lot. So there's anything above zero is high. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's so true. Yeah, yeah. with the way yeah, they do ties so long, and stuff. So long to to watch for a goal, man. Um, but yeah, so uh they're kind of like they're they're doing bad, um, even with Zava. Uh like the coaches don't really know what to do. It's like defense is bad, the offense isn't terrible, so it's like they don't really I don't really know what to do. Um, anybody, uh, Rebecca is still seeing signs or we get more of the psychic stuff. Cause like the episode four, we really didn't get any psychic stuff. It was episode three. That was everything with the psychic. And then episode, this episode five, um, she sees another green matchbook. So she's like, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know what they're doing with this, but, um, so yeah. she finds another green matchbook um her she runs into that guy that she dated um from Wings John Knight. Wing Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like an asshole. Fucking assaulting yeah, Anthony worst. Hopkins. Yeah, he's the worst. <laughs> he was always he's he was the big name dropper. Like that was that was his thing. Like he would always like drop like celeb names for some reason to make himself look cooler. Um and so she she runs into him. He's like engaged to his the, the the girl he met right after her. Um and uh he says the he says one of the things from the the psychics like prophecy prof, quote unquote prophecy. Actually, no, she does. The fiance does. Oh, the fiance. Well, she hears it. Let's say so. She hears it. The fiance says it. Um and and basically it was like what was it like um. Knighting armor yeah. or knighting something. Yeah, it was like she meant to say knight and shining, knight and shining armor, armor but, yeah. but it's like backwards. I uh, do that shit all the time. Yeah, I do. Is like if something sounds like really familiar or like similar together, like two words sound similar together, then I might mess it up. But um, yeah, so she hears that, and then so I guess because of that, that she decides to go to um her doctor and see if she can still have babies uh we have keely who is um she's going over stuff with jack about their firm like she's saying like we shouldn't expand our clientele because she wants to make sure that the clientele that they have is well loved and jack agrees and then uh we have shandy who's just making awful decisions left and right so she needs to get fired um, and Keely ends up actually doing that. And Shandy takes the news really well. Uh, she exits <laughs> gracefully <laughs> and doesn't have a problem. I'm just kidding. She uh, is super pissed off. She wants, she like basically threatens to, like, she's so unstable. 
unstable. Like we didn't see this coming. Um, but she threatens to like take the company down. Like, oh, I'm going to open my own P- PR firm and take you guys down. And then she starts like wildly promising the staff all this stuff as they leave with her. And, you know, only one guy was like, I guess I'll leave. And she's like, then she's like, oh, no, I'll stay. Um, and then she ends up, um, she ends up, prank, I guess, pranking. Um, she ends up putting like a baby lamb in the office. <laughs> and it just from the all over episode. the place. <laughs> first episode, right? Uh, lamb yeah, from the first episode. Assume. Yeah, and they yeah, make fun of the shit. Yeah. yeah. That's, oh, that's right. Yeah, I for, yeah, cuz she was like don't and they were like don't sweep it up with a broom. Um Yeah. Pick it up. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Uh that little lamb. That's a lot of poop though. Like did lamb really like lambs really poop yes. in like one day? Yes, they do. How do you know this, Paul? Falls yeah. out of them like that. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> But how do you know that? Oh, because we always used to go to this little petting zoo that now I feel bad going to after watching Tiger King. But they had like lambs and goats and those things would just fucking. Jeez. I mean, that was a lot of poop for one day. I feel like. The, the one lamb in front of us, like, just it was like it was just you didn't turn off the faucet. Oh, all right. Well, oh. OK. Um, But yeah, so they so that happened. Um, let's see, we have, uh, Nate, oh, sorry, I didn't wrap up Rebecca, I'm kind of doing this, like, all haphazardly, but, um, Rebecca basically is like, um, Ted, you need to win, she does the thing, she gets all those signs, then that leads her to going to the doctors, and then she gets the doctor's call after, um, the Manchester game, um, and we don't explicitly know what happens, but it seems like, he was like, nah, you can't have any kids. She tries to call Keely and Keely doesn't answer. Um, and the reason why Keely doesn't answer is because she's making out with her boss. Um, They're full so of fucking. Yeah, well, yeah, they do that afterwards, too. Yeah, she they, they make out. Um, and then they have sex uh, in her office. <laughs> so <laughs> They make it out. They have sex in her office. Anyway, she does her little like window shade, which I thought was kind of funny because I was like, well, I mean, do you think somebody else is going to come back in? But I mean, good call, I guess. Um, yeah. So then we have Nate. I'm saving like the team for last. We have Nate. Um, uh, we've got, oh man, we've got some more like hints that Nate is going to get rede- redeemed um, for this season. Uh, Cause he comes into the restaurant that he, uh, loves so much with Anastasia, who's this model, uh, this international model. And um, so he goes into that restaurant that he took his dad to. She basically hates it and is like super stuck up about it. Um, and he's like explaining why this is so important to her, but has no ability to read uh, people's expressions because <laughs> he's like explaining this to her and she's just like on her phone. And she's like, all right, I got to go. And Oh, making and then, other plans on her phone. Oh, yeah. And then she's like, oh, I got to go make a phone call. Let me bring all of my stuff with me. And then you see her exit to, like, her friends in, like, a convertible. Um, so then uh, he ends up having um, dinner with the – or dessert, actually, with the, um, the hostess that um, has basically – like, had turned him down before. And she – like, I don't – 
man, I don't know what they were trying to do with this character. I, it was I don't just like, thank you. She's been like stone faced like every single time that he's talked to her. And the only time we saw her not be stone faced is when he was like the baklava's divine here. And um and she kind of like cracks yeah. a smile. But like I just don't uh, we'll talk about it, but I don't understand what they're doing with that. So or at thank, least thank they you. <laughs> like thank you. Like I can see what they're doing with it, but the way they went about it was dumb. So you're <laughs> stupid. Yeah. So anyway, so then we have with, uh, let's see, with our with our team, they have to play Manchester City. And I had made a prediction last week about like how it's going to be a big game. Totally wasn't. I don't there. I didn't realize I didn't even think about this, but I didn't realize that they would play Manchester City twice. So I feel like what my prediction was last time, maybe for the second match, like the second Uh, match will be like a huge match. Um, whereas this one was basically just like they lost. <laughs> um, the big thing is that, uh, so when they were getting ready for this, um, match, they're all in like a, the uh, weight room and they're all working out and everything. And, um, uh, you know, everybody's like super down, like, oh man, like we suck. Da, da, da. And then Jamie steps up and is like, we don't like, we're just as good. Like we belong to be here where we belong here. Like everybody needs to just like, we need to like come together. So he's trying to like be a leader in like this moment. And then Zava basically just like sits up and like takes over and says all of this, you know, stuff um, and kind of just steals Jamie's like moment. Um, So he says all this stuff, which is uh, pretty crazy because then when we get to the match, he's nowhere to be found. So, um, Turns out he's retiring, uh, didn't tell the team any of that, like just didn't show up to the match at all. Um, and then sends them, sends a video that doesn't even send the team a video makes like, I guess an Instagram video or a Twitter video or whatever on social media. That's like, Hey, guess what? Like I'm going to devote all my time to my avocado farm. (laughs) Like that's it. And he's gone. So because he doesn't show up to the match, um, like their, you know, their team is super under unprepared and they just totally lose. And we don't even see the match like at all. Like, it's just basically like we see them run down the field and then it's over. Um, at some point we get a hint. Oh, and Paul, um, you before this match, there was there was some talk about like stra- different strategies and stuff. Um, and we you pointed this out to me uh Trent Crim's rainbow mug so yeah keep an eye on that and that was pretty cool so good catch Paul thank Um, you you're welcome (laughs) Um, I noticed that too and then also before the match we had Higgins go up to Rebecca and uh basically hint that like maybe Ted's time is up at Richmond so that was an interesting little um thing that happened in the beginning towards the beginning of the episode but anyway, so um, they lose. Everybody's kind of in shambles. Meanwhile, Ted is dealing with a situation with Henry where he uh, bullied another kid at school. Um, but they didn't like it's I don't this. It, this was kind of dumb to me. Like, I don't know why they threw this in. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of see why they did it. But um, also it was just one of those things where like 
it was you know, predictable. It was like he was the bully. You know, it was like because all he got, all the information he got was like uh, there was a bully bullying incident at school with Henry, but then it turned out that you know he thought Henry was bullied, but it turned out that Henry was the bully. But then it was like you know he talks to Henry on the on FaceTime, and it was all resolved. So it was just like okay, cool. Like I guess we get to see you know, Ted managed his panic, panic attack. Like that's the reason why we had the whole thing, I guess. I don't know. We'll talk about that. But, um, you know, then we have the team, um, in the locker room where Ted gives, you know, this final speech. Cause they're all talking about like, you know, Zava quit. Da, da, da. Ted's like, we don't need Zava. And then the belief sign rip like falls apart because it was ripped before. So it kind of just flop, like half of it flops over and the team's like, oh, my God, it's a sign. It's a sign. And then Ted goes into this whole speech um, about believing in yourself and like, you know, not not, um, you know, taking in all the shit you know, letting all the shit that you, that you're taking with you affect you. And basically like, if you can truly believe in yourself and each other, then no, nobody can rip that apart. So he's like tearing apart the sign. So it's this interesting kind of like deconstruction of that whole, uh, first season, like believe sign and what that means and everything else. And he's like, like actively, literally tearing it apart um and let's see uh yeah so that's basically it um i don't i'm trying to think of if we left on any cliffhangers or not i don't think so uh but that's basically it so who wants to start i will i will okay I, again, I have a prediction for what June is gonna say. Well, no, but so go ahead. This ends up my rating ends up just being a crisp because oh, okay. I think there were some high, like there were some um, jokes that had me laugh. Like, I thought they were hilarious and great, you know. And there were some moments that I thought were like really great, and then there were some shit that I was like, "What are we?" Like I'm, I'm, like I'm sorry. The whole Keeley storyline. It's <laughs> I what heard you groan. Are, what are we doing here? Right, I heard like, you groan. <laughs> doing another situation of an inappropriate workplace romance uh, again. Yeah. And go. B. Uh oh. It just well, I don't I don't see how this storyline pertains to the overall. To Keeley's to this Ted Lasso universe, mm-hmm. you don't really understand it. Just and again, I just don't. I don't understand the whole work, like the inappropriate workplace romance. Like and like Jack is her backer. There, that is a conflict. Yeah. So it just. Why are we doing this again? And you know. Like the stuff that I did love, though, like the whole thing with oh god, oh the whole thing with like the Henry bullying thing. Like number one, I I called it immediately the minute the text was like, I'm like I think if you if a parent is texting each other, you say like the kid like you know our son was there our son was bullied, yeah. or our son got in trouble for bullying. But the right. vagueness of like a bullying incident and 
Oh, it's going to turn out that Henry is the bully. But yeah. part of that that I did like, though, was like, Beard was like, looking at his watch and he was like, if we get on the next plane, <laughs> right, I did like, like, if we leave, he's like, if we leave for, if we leave for the airport right now, we can be on a plane by this time and we will be in Kansas in the morning yeah. and burn the guy's <laughs> house down, right? And then Roy, like, the, like Roy, <laughs> Roy because it kept to, like another level. <laughs> I think that's kind of like the Andy Kaufman thing, right? Like you start a joke sort of like it keeps going right and it's funny but then it kind of keeps going and you're kind of like okay let's wrap this up but then the longer it goes it gets funny again oh his delivery yeah his delivery was really good (laughs) and it went unexpected direction like what he would do to this kid right don't know if it's blood or paint (laughs) yeah like like that that was so random right like you start hitting him like but first you stand over him for like ten minutes. Watch him sleep. <laughs> watch oh, him point. sleep. Oh, and then I like his advice. By the way, he's like, "Did you go at four o'clock in the morning?" Because that is statistically the time. Statistically, are like <laughs> least prepared. Aware, like least prepared and least aware of like what's happening, right? And so it just escalates, right? And suddenly the whole thing of like then you start hitting him with a rope dipped in red paint, and you're like, "Why?" Right? But then it's like. He wakes up and thinks this is, he doesn't know if it's his own blood. It, it just keeps, <laughs> and then you stop it keeps going. It just keeps going, right? Like, that was so funny. Favorite quote of the episode, and I did write this down. Let me uh, pull it up. When they lose the game in Man City, and Higgins is looking at his phone, and he says, even with Zaba, <laughs> Richmond eats more arse than your mom. And the beard goes, Dude, you gotta get off Twitter. And he's like, that was from my dad. <laughs> Best joke. joke. Stuff like, and I thought that, and I thought Higgins is like the only smart person, right? Like, he's the only one who's like, I don't want to think about this. However, and the way he says it, <laughs> and this is a comp. At the end of the day, this is still a company. We have obligations to. The shareholders, we have obligations to the fans, to the fran- to the franchise in general, right? Like to the community. Like they're, you know, it's something Higgins is aware that something has to change. And clear, and when, and he said, you know, we tried bringing on the best soccer players. The issue of having soccer players that are skilled enough to play the game, it's, it's not that. Mm-hmm. So if it's not the players, you know what? Who else? I mean, what could it be? It would staff, right? Mm-hmm. You have to look at you have to. There's a problem, and you have to figure out what it is. And you tried fixing the players, and that didn't work. You realize the issue wasn't the players, so he's the only one thinking clearly, thinking about like we need to. We really like you know just like forecasting the future, right? Like mm-hmm. those and I like those moments and this and, and that scene the beginning made me realize we have not seen any Higgins like really and he he was one of he was one of my top five characters of the first season mm-hmm. his character like they have he's been very much sidelined which I think is I don't I don't like that um because I think the actor is so funny the character yeah, he's is funny. wonderful and. So, you know, so the Higgins stuff, I think, was so good. Like, that was a high point. 
but like the low points though, like I felt like the whole Henry bolt, like the bullying thing with Henry, that was so predictable. I was like immediately, I was like, oh, no, yeah, it's going to be that that surprise that Henry's the one who did the bullying. And mm-hmm. what I would have rather that how they would have handled this when Ted talks to him is, I feel like you could have made it more meaningful, right? Because so far of what we've seen of Henry, he's like the sweetest little boy, right? Mm-hmm. So the question would be like, my thing was like, why did I, I kept wondering, right. like, why, why, yeah, why, like, for what reason? And like, why didn't they talk? Why didn't Ted say like, just buddy, like what, what happened? Like what happened? Like what yeah, tell me. did you, why did you do this? And then I feel like cause the article and we can talk more about it when I, out and scan that Atlantic article because that's it unless you have a subscription to the Atlantic or have a subscription to Apple News Plus. So there's a really great article in the Atlantic. But one of the things that the article said though was like that Ted Lasso is trying to teach us through Nate that was like kindness isn't necessarily who people are. It's what people do. Mm-hmm. Like yes, like you can be a kind person but in many ways kindness is it's an act not a characteristic therefore you can choose to be kind or you can choose to be unkind Mm -hmm. and I like the framing of that and I like and I feel like that kind of puts Ted Lasso as a show so it's like kindness right like this is the nice show this is Mm -hmm. the warm huggy show so darker themes that the show is trying to tackle like mental health and you know loss of parents um you know divorce and breakups and things like that um like thought though like how the show is maybe the messages thing you do you choose to be kind you can choose to be positive so in that context i feel like it would have been really interesting to like hear like why henry bullied another student at school Mm-hmm. But they didn't do that. Nope. I mean, it had already resolved itself. Like, tickets on the phone, ready to do the dad thing. And Henry's like, no, I already made up for it by uh, wrapping an apology in front of the class. Mm-hmm. But, and, and here's the thing, though. To me, that's not that sincere of an apology. Or a because, joke. Well, not a joke. But it's, it, it's also, like, might be someone who likes attention, right? So we get like that's something where like if he likes to be in the center of attention, like maybe he's someone who's really gregarious at school, right, and wants people like like laughing at his jokes, like he wants to be the funny guy. Mm-hmm. Laughing an apology in cl- in front of his class, like that's it's performative. Mm-hmm. Oh, if I'm his, if like if a kid does, if a kid, see, I'm sorry, June, real quick, um, like. Mm-hmm. As a teen, first off, Henry did something so bad that he got sent home. Right. Yeah. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like just like a teasing. <laughs> like, right. Like now today, like like it, it takes a lot because suspensions now go into your school grade. So oh. a lot of schools are trying to keep kids in the class, like in the school building. So if there is a suspension, it's usually in school. But, like, this kid got sent home, and maybe it's, like, a really nice little low, uh, you know, not a huge high count of kids. But 
in my mind, this kid did something so bad to another kid that he was actually sent home for the day. Like you're calling yeah, like, the parents. What the fuck did he yeah, do? what the fuck did he do? <laughs> and as a teacher, if a kid comes in the next day that did something that bad to a kid and then does like a rap, which was probably done in a way to just make him look funny or like yeah. like exactly. June said the attention, I'm sending that kid back home. Right. Yeah. Like you didn't learn anything. No, like fuck you. Like you, this is kind of worse <laughs> than than the bullying thing because now you're kind of using the terrible thing you did to him as a way to like put all the attention on you and be funny. Like you're kind of not helping the person you bullied at all. That's not right. a real apology. It's not genuine. No. That's not like not feeling remorseful. Right. And yeah. So thought that was stupid. And also just the predictability of it. I thought was, was like kind of like tell Buffy you guys can be better. The other thing that was super predictable for me was Zava leaving the team. And it was because of the way when he, when he bogarted uh, Jamie's inspiration speech, which I mm-hmm. love Jamie's. And that was a high point. Like Jamie stepping up and genuinely Jamie. like, come like trying to shake everybody like out of this, like just malaise, right? Like, just be like, come on guys. Like, like let's rally, He's trying to rally the troops together. And then Zava stands up and does a Zava thing. But he kept saying you like to the team, like, you are a unit and you are stronger together. He never said we. And that was so like that stuck out so much to me that he never said we in that entire speech. He never said we. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he's not going to he's not going to show up at the game. He's, he's going to bail. Mm-hmm. So when the whole thing was like when they're like, oh, my God, where does Zava go? And then like, oh, my God, Zava just quit. He's retiring. I'm like, to me, at least, it was just like, of course, that's what happened. Mm. And so, Vlad Zaba is gone. So, I, you, Jesse, I hope that they give Danny more to do than be over Zaba, because that's all he has done. Yes. And, like, there were some other small bits in here that I really loved, like, oh, when they're talking about she's all that, right? And then Colin was like, you know, that was based on uh, My Fair Lady. And then Sam rolls in with, like, oh, but that was based on Pygmalion. And I go, oh, my God, like, that's amazing. I love that. So it's, so that's why I ended up at a just middle of the road, Chris, because there were some really, really low lows for me. Mm-hmm. It's really high highs. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Paul. This one is super tough. This one is, I agree with June. There are parts um, that I would just like to take out of this. I would love to take out, I would love to take out the psychic stuff. Yeah. I would keep in her finding out about, I would keep in her finding out about the baby. Cause I thought that was a great performance. It was a really finding out she can't yeah. be pregnant. Uh, kind of like this, Rebecca's yeah. Comment. I kind of like the setup of like her trying to call Keely and Keely not being available. Like, oh shit! Like Keely's not just maybe fucking up her business. She might be fucking up her friendship. Like I did. Mm-hmm. I I fucking Rebecca or uh, Hannah Waddingham is just is just fantastic. I but again, I hated I hated the 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 shite and like okay, like let's get this over. But the payoff. Not as good as the end of Two Aces, but I kind of like the message of, like, maybe it's just something you needed to find out in yourself, and that's why you went to her. Okay, Mm -hmm. 
like I like that. That's that's yeah. Yeah. Um, totally. June hit it on the head with the bullying stuff as a mm-hmm. teacher that just bugged the shit out of me. Uh, predictable as all hell, you know, like there's a bullying thing and he got sent home. I'm like, they don't send home the kid that was bullied. Like they, they right. just don't unless yeah. unless, you know, you know, the parents like, fuck this. I'm coming to get them like right. they're probably traumatized. Um, But uh. <laughs> Yeah, like the the lo- those are the things I would re- and of course Keely fucking her boss. I hated <laughs> hated that so much. Like I I would take a but fuck it, fuck it, juicy. Oh, Paul. Juicy. Oh, Paul. <laughs> juicy. Um, and 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 just a little bit like there, there's a lot of personal feelings that go into this. Um, first off, uh, uh Jamie Tart, Phil Dunster. Yay. Phil Dunster, I think, needs to be part of the group that gets nominated of all the actors in this. I keep thinking back to the episode tan lines where he walked out on the team because he wasn't the sole focus. And now here he is. He sees everything in the team like he knows what they have and he he wants to share it with them. He doesn't want the glory like I I mean, he does, but like he knows and just what a journey they've taken us on with this character. Um, I, I, I love the subtleness of just uh, Trent Krem being in the locker room. I like yeah. seeing his reactions to the culture. I think those are good touches. Um, the, the fucking Roy Kent delivery fucking funniest thing, funniest <laughs> thing of the episode. Um, but man, yeah. Uh, I, one of my biggest complaints is we haven't had a, a classic, you know, like like when the darts thing happened, you knew that was a classic moment. Mm-hmm. Like you just you just knew it uh, with the funeral last year when he starts singing along with her classic moment. Uh, does this is what I'm about to say even near those? No, I don't think it's going to be remembered as a, like one of the best. But to me, his speech his speech at the end of this episode is a great Ted Lasso. Like it felt, it felt very authentic. It was a beautifully delivered by Jason Sudeikis. His speech was just so fucking great. It was was like what I loved about this so much is his speech is something that you hear a lot in AA meetings. I did not feel like I was in a locker room. I felt like I was with a group of people that were all together because they believe in something. They want something. It didn't feel like a team. It felt like people having sight for something bigger. And that's the Ted Lasso way. Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, like, uh, and, and, and I love that. I love that they kind of let Ted Lasso off the leash with this, where like we hear him say shit. Like we hear him say, hell, he doesn't swear. So he was getting real with the team and him ripping the sign was fucking yeah. amazing. And I just Which like, is a, moment. a big contrast to the start of the episode. The episode begins and Rebecca, you know, comes. she yells at Ted. She's like, Ted, what the fuck? Right. Like this is like they've lost, you know, their most recent, you know, they're on this losing streak and they've just lost their most recent game. And she comes in at the beginning of the episode. She's just like, seriously, dude, like what is happening? And he gives her one of his. Ted Lasso, all shucks platitudes. Like, we're going to, like, write that ship north. And then yeah. the joke of, like, where north is. 
And that's like typical, typical Ted, like deflecting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not even so, like, I get what but you're what saying. I'm saying is the contrast though, <laughs> in though, where like he's fucking being real. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. And that's where I was like, getting to with it. Real. <laughs> that's where I was. That's where I was going with it. Um, yeah, no. And I loved it. Like I said, it was like being in a fucking meeting, like you're sitting there and you're kind of realizing. And then I was listening to his speech and he's talking about the shame you know, like fuck the shame, fuck all that shit. Like, um, the fear. No, no, f- sorry, I got a little. Okay, whatever. Okay, uh, yeah, the fear, uh, the shame, the guilt, all of that shit. Uh, you know, he's saying that, and at first, I'm like, I don't like that they're kind of going to. I don't like kind of like the voiceover of, of this stuff. Like, like he's talking, they're showing us Nate on the date, they're showing us Keely. And her boss. But then it made me think of Nate and like how especially like in these meetings in recovery, you just kind of want everyone to do good and you want. So I kind of turned a little bit around on Nate because mm. I did like I loved I grew up working in a Greek restaurant. So everything he had made me so fucking hungry. Like mm. I was so fucking hungry and I was so sad because they brought up Saganaki. And they never mm-hmm. brought it out. Have you guys ever had Saganaki? Actually, I've heard um, of it. What is it exactly? Saganaki not... is a uh, cheese. It is a cheese. Uh, yeah. I don't know. And it is, the way it's hot. made, it is so, like, it's served so hot. And I love yeah, doing I this because at the Greek restaurant, this is my favorite thing. When, like, we got a Saganaki. Who's going to serve it? I would run sprinting up because you go and you get a shot of uh, of uh, that Greek liquor, uh, Ozu. Azu, and you walk over, you got to take it as soon as this thing comes up on the line. You run it to the table, you pour the shot on it, and you light the fucker on fire. Bombay, yeah. Nice. You know what? I have had it. No, Paul, I'm wrong. I didn't. It's so good. This flaming cheese. Yeah, Yeah, I have had Saganaki. Detroit has, like, a big Greek population. And um, you get some pita bread. My husband's from there. And we went to the Greek restaurant, and they did that. They did the flambe. Saganaki yeah. it was good. But 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 to me this was a this was a this is a classic Ted Lasso moment. I liked you know, I like that we still got regular Ted Lasso, but it harkens to the first episode of I wanna see that fight. The fight yeah. in Ted isn't gonna look like maybe how Rebecca wants it to look, maybe how even we want it to look, but the fight was there. And the fight was there for a different reason. Like like I loved how he said like I, I could care less if I'm like I don't want to be judged by what I achieve or what I don't achieve. It's like how I treat others, and it's pretty much how I respond to the situation. Like that's in my control. Like that's what I want to be remembered as, and that's what I want to be remembered as in real life. Like I don't want to be remembered if like I don't want to be remembered as someone who did all this or was uh, was had this in teaching or didn't do this in teaching. I just want to be remembered as like Paul, the friend and, you know, mm-hmm. Paul, the dad, so that's like kind of and, being an act, not a characteristic. Yeah. And I Choose love that. I love yeah. that so much. Like, like, like I said, I mean, again, very personal because this is so much of what happens in recovery, the soul searching. Um, and it's funny. I said this last week, how they kind of did the fake out of how he was going to go for the drink, but then he like put it down they did the opposite mm-hmm. this week where he had mm-hmm. the water and then he put the water down yeah, and he went too. he went for the, the drink. Yeah, yeah. I, saw, I noticed that. Too. <laughs> God, I whiskey. And then there was one more thing uh, that I just 
What the fuck? Oh, um, you know, I, I get where Higgins is coming from. Like, yeah, like, and, and, and the announcers even said at the beginning, like, like, you know, the talent's there, but this could be like a problem in the dugout. Mm-hmm. And totally true, but I think Roy also hit the nail on the head when he was like, oh, yeah. you know, what if they just want to watch Zava? They, they buy can buy tickets. fucking tickets. Oh, that was such a good that was such a yeah. good line by him. I'm glad you brought that up. And it's yeah. like, yeah, that that's kind of what was going on. All the everyone yeah, except Jamie was fan. The yeah, they let him run the team. Like even to the point last week where they they had all these ideas, and it was like Higgins was like, yeah, but is Zava gonna agree to do that? And right. they were just like, oh fuck, like yeah, no. And the- the first thing he does when he comes into the into the coach's room is he puts his magnet all the way up front and then all of the other ones and a down bunch. the bottom. Yeah. But here's yeah. the thing is Roy goes, that's about right. So really for Roy, I mean I did like that comment, but however, he was he was just as culpable in the let's making this the Zava show. Oh know? yeah, a a hundred percent, June. And then finally, 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 fucking it ends on such a banger. With, you know, like, I'll see you guys on Monday. And Jamie just stands up and looks at Roy and goes, I'll see you at 4 a.m. And he goes, hell fucking yeah. After Zava, after Zava left, he still is like. Well, this is Jamie's team now. (laughs) Yeah, well, and even even that, like, before before they have that moment, though, when Ted's making his speech and he and he says, or maybe it's right before the speech and he says, we don't. We don't need Zava, and he looks directly at Jamie, and Jamie nods. Like yeah. it's such a what a good moment. He's like, "Yep, yeah." Okay. That last and Ted is basically like, "This is like in that moment when he looked at Jamie, he's like, this is now your team.' Like, yeah, this these... is you. But even yeah, further like... growth from Jamie, though, right? Like Jamie started training with Roy because he wanted to up, he wanted to be better than Zava because it was either that or just sit around moping about how he's not the best player on the team anymore. You but can't even frown. after Zava leaves, but even after Zava <laughs> leaves, though, the growth is Jamie's now like, I'm going to continue training as hard as I have been, even though the initial reason why I was doing it is gone. I'm doing this like he's doing it for himself too. Like he, I think he's to doing be it the for best the team. That he can be. The team, and for the team, but he's gonna. It goes back to the second season. It goes back to this. Yeah, it goes back to that second season where Roy is like, "I want you to be mostly what Ted Lasso made you, but I still kind of want that prick part." Yeah, you got to be the asshole. I mean, yeah, it is. It's certainly for himself because he is that arrogant like star. But I think having I meant for himself in, in like betterment in a betterment way, and more of like he's like he knows like he wants himself to be the best that he can be regardless who are you know whether or not there is another like equal or like better player or mm. another like it's for the betterment of himself that he's like no we're still gonna do this like that's what i mean when i say he's doing it for himself it's more of a, a spiritual journey yeah like a spiritual mm. journey of being like i'm gonna try to be the best person i can be Mm-hmm. last 10 minutes of this is a juicy for me because this was all classic and i and i've been i've been stroking jamie since season one and i <laughs> i just you know like like this is gonna sound so weird he feels like to me as a teacher he feels like that really naughty student at the beginning yes of the year. And then all of a sudden, like, you're seeing him, like, you know, like, he's working hard in class and he's being nice to the kids. And he's mm-hmm. not only he's just being nice, he's playing with them and he's getting along and the other kids like him. Like, 
I feel like that right now with a fictional that's, character. Mm-hmm. Like, baby, yeah, no, it's a good. Bird is ready. Baby bird. It's a good metaphor. Fly away. Um, <laughs> fly away, baby bird. <laughs> my uh, my big prediction now is um, that uh, Man City is still the final boss. Like, yeah, I, um, I agree. I think they need to beat Nate and um, Rupert to get there, mm-hmm. and I think Rupert's okay. gonna. And I think Rupert's gonna fire Nate. Oh. Or Nate's gonna quit, Could be. and then he might be the heir apparent to. I think there's gonna be a lot of redemption for Nate, a lot of soul searching, and I yeah. think he's gonna be the heir apparent to be the head coach of Rich. Yeah. And one yeah, Ted goes back to Kansas. Beard will stay, yeah, and Beard will stay. Right about that. Beard will stay because <laughs> Beard actually knows the game. Yeah, and like I think Roy, like, and I think Roy is happy just being assistant. He has. Multiple times said, like, you know, Nate was the genius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Jess. I mean, Roy's better on the, like, Roy's better on the, uh, like, players, like, end of it anyway. Like, the yeah. conditioning and, like, the fundamentals. Yeah, like the, yeah, and, like, and coaching them, like, individually, not with strategy, but, like, their tactics, their form, like all of, all of that actual like the yes. actual athletic part of it, like that's where Roy Roy really yeah. shines. So I I should really agree with that. Um, as for this episode, like it it wavers between a crisp and a and a golden crisp. Like <clears throat> again, you guys talked about a lot of this stuff already. Like you know the the psychic shit. Like hopefully it's it's died with you know, Rebecca finding out she can't have kids. Uh, you're absolutely correct, Paul. Like she does, uh, she has a masterful performance oh, so in those scenes. I mean, in the scene where she's in <clears throat> the doctor's office and she looks at the, um, like the models of like the fetus and the, and the woman's stomach. Like she kind of, she has this like hopeful look on her face and she never says a word, but like, you can tell exactly like, you know what she's thinking. Like, Oh, like I actually could have a child, like this could be a thing. And then, you know, she, then when she gets the news, how her, like her facial expressions are just, it's so spot on. And the way that she reacts to that news, she's just, oh, she's, she's chef's kiss of an actress. Um, I mean, the rest of it can just, you know, the rest of the psychic stuff can just go fucking die now. Um, hopefully we're done with that. But, um, you know, uh, that was really, that was the thing I, I didn't really like, um, Keely and her boss. It's just, it just doesn't like, it just doesn't seem like they know where they, what they want to do with her. Yeah. So, and I also just have to say her hair in this episode was awful. <laughs> like every oh, scene, yeah. like I fucking hate her hair so much. Like that first scene where it was like all down and it was like teased in weird spots. Like I just, mm-hmm. I, oh, they need to cut her hair, please. <laughs> cut, cut Keely's hair. Like I hate and it. And you know what? Oh. Give her some leave-in conditioner because her hair is yeah. dry. <laughs> it's so dry. Isn't it just right? Like it's seriously, so I was like, it is split ends like galore. Keely's yeah. hair. I'm I don't like, know what is up with that? Oh, like, girl. Either it's yeah, either it's like it's super super dry, or it's like the worst wig in the history of wigs. Like I'm not sure if that's her real hair or not yeah but if it awful. is yeah like I'm honey so it, invest <laughs> in some um oh god what is that like one starts with an oh oh they're oh, like a, yes 
Yeah. <laughs> Olaplex. Yeah. You need, uh-huh. Keely needs to like, they have a whole, they have everything from she needs treatment. a pre-shampoo. <laughs> it's like a pre-treatment before you shampoo. <laughs> yeah. All so, yeah, the there's way. Like, like, yeah. There's different levels of Olaplex. Uh, yeah, um, she, she needs, it's, it was really bothering me, this, especially this episode. Like, it's bothered me before, but for this, ep- like, this whole episode was just awful. Every time I saw her, it's like, what is happening? Happening with your hair. hair. Um, cause like Rebecca's hair in contrast is always perfect. It always looks super shiny. It all, like, her curls are fantastic. They shape her face beautifully. Like, it, the color is wonderful. Like, I, like, her hair is, like, fantastic. Yeah. And then on the other ep- on the other extreme, like Keely's is just like actually I think everybody's it's hair is great except for Keely's hair. I think it's because <laughs> she pro- she does style her hair so differently and sort of like crazy styles. So it might yeah, be but- the damage from like constantly it- curling it with like hot rollers or it going at could- it with a straightening iron. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. We'll we'll uh, keep <laughs> I out on her hair for next week, but. Yeah. Um, yeah, so there's that. The, we talked about the bullying part. That was so fucking dumb. Um, I hated it. Like, none of it, none of it added up. Just like Paul said, like, you don't send the kid, like, it has to be something really bad if you're going to send the kid home. So what the fuck did he do? Like, we never even get to find out, like, what did he do? Yeah. His head didn't ask what he did. <laughs> like, just, or who the kid was. Was it one of his friends? Yeah. Was it a only friend? Way, Right. Like the only way I can give this a pass is if it comes back up and it's like worse. You know what I mean? Like that's the only way I can give this part a pass. I don't really want to see it though. Like I don't, I kind of want that to die as well. But like that's the only way I can like make like he beat up a kindergartner. Right. Like (laughs) he just punches somebody in the face. Like I don't know. Like who knows? But like, I mean, we've talked about Henry before and he's just like the writers don't know how to write for him either. It's like he's not like they're not giving him anything or either that or he just is a shitty child actor. (laughs) (laughs) They're trying to write him younger than he is. They're trying to write him as like way more juvenile than he is. That, that, That was the issue with Phoebe in the first episode. These actors have grown up. They're like they're preteens, but they want them to still act like they're nine years yeah. old. So they're the, preco- so they're the yeah, precocious little kids. I mean, like, that's what you hope, right? You hope it's that the director is like doing this on purpose, but even like the thing at the end where Ted was like, um, you know, let's play Like, like, give oh, me a wow. second. I have to talk to the team, talk to the team. And we're going to like, let's play Robox. And he's like, He's like, you're on. Like, and the delivery was just like awful. And I'm like, I hope you were directed into that and that wasn't your choice and they thought it was cute. Cause like that line was so stupid. Yeah. Um, like, you know, because like all he had to say was like, absolutely, like, you bet, dad, like, see you then. Like, totally. Like anything else. Anything and what else the f- than that fucking delivery. <laughs> and what the fuck? Emmett bullies somebody, his switch is gone for a month. Right. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. like exactly. It's like, like you ain't playing fucking Roblox. You're fucking. You know what? I'm having uh, Roy Kent babysit you with a rope and a red paint bucket. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, and what did fucking Ted uh, also like, Doctor Lovejoy have to say about it? You know, like didn't he? Have yeah. To, like weigh in. Like he's a fucking therapist. Like. What, yeah, he's what a pretty shitty therapist. <laughs> yeah, like, and Michelle didn't have anything to say. Like, she was just like, "Oh yeah, he was the bully." Bye. Like, it was just like, "Do you want to talk about?" what happened like you want to talk about this please because like this is crazy 
Cause like for, for like, they had such an opportunity to kind of like, okay. you know, right. To co-parent, but then also for like, if, like, if, I mean, we all pretty much think that like Ted's gone, right. Cause this is the end of Ted Lasso this season. So we all that think he, that Ted is gone. So that's a reason for him to leave is like you not being there is a big problem for your that's son. That's exactly what I was going to, that's what I was thinking too. I was sort of like, like why this could have been opportunity. opportunity? Yeah, like so this is the opportunity to to, or this is the opportunity to start showing like he and part of Paul, like part of like him being like, yeah, let's play video games when you know when I get home, even though you should be punished because you did something wrong. Um, I feel like this is where you could have done like a meaningful like foreshadowing of like Ted really feeling like he can't be in England anymore, right? Like he feeling well, like oh, this wouldn't have happened if I was there, right? And I right. feel guilty they had that, that I'm not there. They had such a big opportunity to do that, and they just didn't. They just didn't do it. So that's it was the, the opposite. Yeah, he was right. saying he's yeah. all right. Yeah, yeah. He was like, he's okay. He's okay. Like we get the flashback. Although, but there is like, is wasn't there like a scene in the trailer where he's got like Henry on his shoulder? And they're watching Nate play. Yeah. So like, there might be a thing where. Like, it'll be an epilogue. Comes back. It'll be the epilogue where um, Nate's head coach and they come back to visit. I mean, maybe. I don't know. That's a weird thing to put in a trailer. But, um, like, I, I don't know. Um, you know yeah, I think, I think Ted might be like, dude, Henry needs to come with me for a little bit. Like, yeah, I was just going to say, like, that's the thing that I would want to see. If they bring back, like, this bullying shit, like, you know, then that's a thing of like, you know, I think he should really spend some time with me. And then he, he goes out. Like, that's the only thing I could, that would redeem this whole, that whole situation for me. Um, it could be, it could be that I, they may not be watching Nate play. Cause the way, you know, how they, they can cut trailers where you think someone's like the, oh, the, yeah, yeah, the totally one that could have been like, I'd have to watch I think it, the shot of Nate's face. Like when you see in the trailer, like Ted and Henry at the game and like Henry's on Ted's shoulder and they're like waving at someone, and then you see Nate's face. That I think was from last week's episode. I was just gonna say, like, I I I wanted to like rewatch that and see if that was from the you know from the I, uh, West Ham game because it might yeah it might have been. So it's like the Infinity War trailer. Remember like the first one that came out and like Tony asks like he, he Tony asks a question like who is he like tell me who he is and then go and then you hear Gamora answer and it sounds like they're talking to each other oh yeah they, yeah they, I mean they two separate situations. cut trailers like, yeah they yeah. cut trailers like all sorts of weird ways um but that just that part where he's like on the shoulders just made me think okay like well maybe this could come back then and actually like have some consequence I don't know who knows <sighs> but how it stands now is dumb. Stupid. We don't like it. We don't like it. Um, the Zava stuff is like, like the thing that, was, that bothered me the most about the Zava stuff was that like, he, like th- they just seem like really inconsistent in how they like wrote him. Um, and I don't, it's fine that he quit. Like, it's fine. Like, I don't like, I didn't, I, I didn't think he would actually, I didn't think he would last on the team anyway. I didn't necessarily see him quitting in that way. Like I thought maybe he would either like leave for a different team 
or he would get hurt. Like that, that was my prediction for that. So it was just kind of like, uh, like, I, I don't know. Like it just, like, I like it for Jamie. Um, and that's like the most, the most of the reason why I like it. Um, well then, then, you know, you're right though. He was, I guess Zava was kind of mostly for Jamie. Yeah. Like he was a plot device for Jamie, which is fine. You know what? And you know what? Maybe I'm okay with it now, you know, like, cause I love the growth that Jamie's gone through this season. So. Yeah. yeah so I don't, yeah. It's just like, it's, it's weird to have like a throwaway like team member like that. Um, we just haven't seen it in this show. Like a new team member is added and they become like a great part of the team. We haven't seen it, you know, the opposite way where they just are a throwaway like character almost. But I mean, I don't know. We might see Zava again. Um, I mean, we have what seven episodes left, right? There's twelve this twelve this season. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So we have seven left. So. I don't know. Like we might, we might see him at some point on his farm. You know, who the fuck knows? Um, but yeah, like the Nate stuff. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I guess it depends. It's gonna depend on where they go from here with the Nate stuff. Um, I mean, I didn't, I didn't like. I understand where they were going with like, okay, like let's make him. Um, like, let's make him start to realize, like, he's not this person that dates the supermodel and that goes with the flat. I mean, even though he has a flashy car because Rupert gave it to him, but like, he's not that person. And let's let's have him start to realize that with this this girl who is not impressed with fucking anything that he does. Because so the reason like, why he takes her to that restaurant is sweet. Like when he when he's explaining. Sweet. I'm like, okay, like this is it is sweet. I feel like though yeah. that they hit it, they 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 went too hard in the other direction with the hostess. Yeah. She just didn't give any like like maybe just give her some snarky lines or something. Like just give her some lines. They didn't but they didn't give her anything. She just like everything he said, he just she just stared at him. And I'm like, okay. what was it though that like made her change her t- like was it because he came in with the beautiful model and now because, she's like, Okay, you're worth no. my time? Like what No 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 it? no. It was um it was when he was trying to impress her and he said he was like, oh, the baklava is divine. And like, she thought that was funny because she was like, clearly that's not what you, you meant to say. Like he, like she knew that, like he liked it. Obviously he's been to that restaurant like so many times that she knows exactly who he is, even though he introduces himself every single time. But it was that like him tripping over himself to do this thing where that she could see right through, um, you know, but that's I think how it was he like, talks but there was the a little time. bit. I know, but there was like a little bit of sincerity in it, though. Like where before he would just be like, you know, casually mentioning like, oh, like you know, I'm the manager and all that stuff. You know, yeah. but like this time he was actually like complimenting the restaurant, which he has not done before. Mm. So this time he was actually like talking about that, and that's when she brings out, you know, the whole like plate of like. I'm sorry. Not even two people can finish that much. Like that. Was so okay, I was a whole say. tray of baklava. <laughs> it was like exactly. It was so much. That's <laughs> a family. A family slices. Do you know how sweet baklava that fucking that dessert is? is? <laughs> oh, honey and nuts. Oh my god. One by myself. I always. It's great. 
but full of bites and like it's too sweet it's too rich so dude we had a we had a baker from greece every sunday morning i would be so excited because he'd always save me one fresh piece of baklava Uh oh my god yeah so like so that 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 part is fine um but it also depends on where they go from here with nate like that it just it kind of depends I still don't forgive him for being so mean to Will and Colin, but we'll see how the rest of this shakes out. Um, And then finally, like with the, with the team and the, um, you know, the, I agree with you, Paul, like that last 10 minutes is uh, a juicy. Also, I wanted to point out, because I forgot to mention this earlier, but I love the, because we talked about a lot of like different funny moments, but the one that nobody brought up was like, I love, the um the little bit where uh Rory is like right before um the Man City game, Rory's like he's like basically high fiving and fist pumping like everybody's like kill him, smash him, whatever. And then he gets to Sam and he goes outclass them. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> Handshake. Guess, yeah, that got a big laugh for me. And Sam's got like this bright smile on his face. Um I loved that. I was like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like you tell you tell the outclass him. Um, but yeah, that whole speech, uh, was classic Ted. Like, I, I mean, Paul, you said most of it's classic Ted. I love that. I love <clears throat> the nod specifically to Jamie, you know, like we didn't, we don't need him. I mean, that's like, obviously like a clear reference to, you know, when Jamie, you know, came to the office and was like, we don't need Zava. Um, you know, so like, I love that callback in that moment was, uh, spectacular and the speech was um really great and wonderful and like i said in the review i really like the deconstruction of the the belief side mm-hmm. um i thought that was i thought that was really great i i feel like if we can have um some more moments like that in the upcoming episodes um then we might have like a really solid back half of the season so kind of exciting to see where they go without you know without zava and um i just want to see more of jamie and roy can like we get a uh a montage <laughs> i just want to see a montage of them working out together you know their like, headlamps on and everything you know oh my god that would be amazing <laughs> you know you talk about uh henry on the on the shoulder <clears throat> thing there's another thing that i've been waiting for is there's a scene in the trailer of Roy and Keeley sitting on a bed holding hands. Oh, yeah, you're and right. Jamie walks in. Yeah, you're right. So it's oh. like, what the fuck? One one final prediction before we cut this off. Um, you know, the psychic told Rebecca that that she's gonna be a mother. Yeah. You know, what if she's like, you know, I need to adopt, and they're like, you know what, we need to put you in touch with the best child placer. Her name is Penny Wooten. Oh and my we, god. And we get the trying. We get the trying to lasso okay. crossover. That would be a caseworker for you, Rebecca. <laughs> the adoption. Like with the adoption, right? Like, and then they're like, oh, here's your um social worker that's assigned to your case. God, I would and yeah. absolutely die. Penny Wooten, yeah. And Imelda Staunton walks out. Oh god. Oh, Wouldn't that god. be the best? I would die. I would absolutely die. And they're like, look, like, uh, here's here's a couple that can tell you how oh good God. she is. 
here, here, you might need some support while you're going through this process. And she goes to one of those meetings that they go to, you know? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, I'm how cra- that would just, I would die. I would absolutely die. And even if, um, you know, we don't get the couple from trying, right? Like, even if we don't get Nikki and Jace, like, even if some of the, like, the other parents, like, in that, like, no, I want to see Nikki adoption and support group. Oh, yeah. I want to see see Jace with with his favorite football team jersey on in front of Roy Kent. I want to see Tyler with some like weird object that is is his new best friend. (laughs) Do you guys notice though when um, John Wings Night, when when Rebecca runs into him at the coffee shop, he's wearing a Manchester City scarf. Yeah, because he said he usually cheers for Manchester or whoever's winning. he cheers for whoever's winning. That's what he said at the dinner with uh, the double. Dinner yeah, but the Steve two teams, he, he said Manchester and then another team. And he said, but whichever one is winning. Yeah, there mm-hmm. we go. I wonder and, if it was uh, West Ham. So he was. Yeah. He was a Richmond fan while he was with Rebecca. And yeah, John Wings Knight's a City fucking fan. piece of shit. <laughs> because Man City's number one right now. Um, West Ham's number two. The Posa. <laughs> so. And West Ham's not a real team, right? Like West Ham and no. Richmond aren't real, but everyone else seems to be. Yes. Yeah. Manche- Manchester City is definitely real. Yeah. 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 And I do think, and I think that they do sing like, like the blue, um, the. Blue oh God, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause there was a, yeah, it, it seems like a lot of soccer teams sing songs like that. Um, yeah, there's, that's a huge thing in, in football. Is so they do chance. that in Green Street Hooligans. They sing a yeah. song like that. Oh, that movie's Yeah, fucking. chants and songs. And, yeah, that's a huge thing. All right. Uh, um, what, what's yeah, for us next week, Jess? So next week is episode six called Sunflowers. And the description is just one sentence. A friendly <laughs> match takes the team to Amsterdam. So... Um, they're going to play Amsterdam doesn't count towards anything. That's what a friendly means. Um, that's what they call them. Friendlies, mm. uh, where one night out unlocks truths for many. So they're going uh, to means- fucked up on some drugs. Red light district. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they they clearly, <laughs> clearly Keely's going to be like, Hey, I made out with the person who's funding my entire business because that's not problematic yeah i hate uh, when people have sex with the people they work with <laughs> yeah it's the worst like i don't know how anybody uh, could ever fucking do that <laughs> i mean you <laughs> really real. shouldn't i mean i'm just gonna be you're honest real like, <laughs> shady person really <laughs> like, you gotta <laughs> It doesn't you gotta be, you gotta be thinking it never, it's TV. never turned it's never it's never gone the way it, the the good way in my experience <laughs> it's a good I'm way. not saying it never is like I'm not saying it's always like a bad terrible and like it never works out but just in general like as a full <laughs> practice romance and the workplace are things that generally just is not a good mix well, I was Amber Lee's boss at one time. Oh, God, Paul. Why? At the why? restaurant. Okay, okay. <laughs> she, you think she's in education? <laughs> no, but I was, I was 18. 
Um, that was dumb. I still am. All right, we are going to wrap this. Uh, we're going to get to shrinking next week, I promise. But uh, we'll hit you with the contact info at the end here. And then, yeah, well, you're going to be getting this the same night that this episode dropped, that this episode Telasso officially dropped. So that's fun. So we'll see you guys next week with shrinking and a trip to Amsterdam. Yeah. This has been Apple to Oranges, an Apple TV Plus original review show. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash apple to oranges. Send us an email at apple to oranges pod at gmail.com or tweet us at at ATO underscore pod on Twitter. Thank you for listening. See you next time. <laughs>